Today's episode is brought to you by the Campaign for Black Male Achievement. Now listen, the current political and social climate, combined with the urgent challenges that our black men and boys are facing, demand that we act boldly right now. 25% of black children don't graduate high school on time. Compare that to the national average of 17%. Now if we compound the issue even further, black male graduation rate sits at 59%. Compare that to 65% for Latino males and 80% for white males. And you realize why CBME is a beacon of hope. They're the only organization right now making themselves available to those leaders and organizations that are underground, working to advance the cause and reverse this narrative for black men and boys. If you've not yet done so, I urge you today to visit tbpod.com slash partners. Learn more about the campaign for black male achievement. Consider joining their membership and investing in the future of our black men and boys. You're listening to the Trailblazers.fm podcast, where we'll explore the stories of today's successful Black professionals, entrepreneurs, and leaders. Join us to access the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished professionals and come away with the know-how, confidence, and motivation you'll need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen A. Hart. Hello, Blazer Nation. Welcome to episode 157 of the Trailblazers.fm podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hart. And guess what? We're now into the final two weeks of our Well series, and we are celebrating big time today. Two big things. One, we're officially into Black History Month. That's always exciting for a number of reasons, but I'm especially pumped because February 1st is TV Pod's birthday. Yes. February 1st marked our third anniversary as a podcast. So get up out your seats if you're at work right now and do a happy dance (laughs) with me on that one, right? Together, we've learned so much from so many, and I'm just forever grateful to have met so many wonderful people all over the country who, whether it's our guests who are always eager to share their stories and experiences and knowledge, I'm forever humbled and appreciative to all of our past guests. And also our listeners and other podcasters who have met, who have gained dear friends for life through this medium. And so thank you so much. I celebrate this milestone and invite you to celebrate this milestone with me by telling someone about the podcast. Tell them about trailblazers.fm, about all the amazing stories of Black success that have been shared over the past three years and the more than 150 episodes now highlighting Black professionals, entrepreneurs, and leaders all around the country who are just crushing it. That said, today is no different. We've got another amazing episode in store for you, our feature trailblazer today. I hope you know of him. He's an amazing brother by the name of Mr. Jay Morrison, a successful entrepreneur, business mogul. Jay Morrison is the CEO and founder of several organizations, including the historic Tulsa Real Estate Fund, as well as the Jay Morrison Academy which actually was featured on Inc. 2018's list of the fastest growing companies. Jay beating the odds after growing up in poverty, dropping out of high school, serving time in prison for drug trafficking. He was able to turn his life around and break into real estate and become one of the industry's biggest influencers. He's truly on a lifelong mission to bridge a wealth gap and provide accessible education and business opportunities to those who need it most. So Could not be happier to have him as part of our second annual Well Series. And 
we're in the fifth episode of this well series right now and we're talking money and like i said to you last week we're doing something new we're gonna give one lucky listener a chance to grab the money bag take hold of some trailblazers.fm coin right we're giving away a hundred dollars in cash to one of you and it's really easy to get access to this first thing you have to do is get someone to take a picture of you holding up your cell phone with the trailblazers.fm podcast cover or episode art on it on the cover of your phone needs to be shown in this picture. That's the only thing that must be shown in this picture. Beyond that, I invite you to get real creative and have fun posing with your cell phone, posing with your trailblazer shot, right? And the two other things you have to do is make sure that in your post caption, you got to tell your friends to listen to trailblazers.fm you know, point them to tbpod.com and make sure that you tag us. You have to tag at tbpod and use the hashtag tbpod and the hashtag mission field so that we can find your post. Cannot wait to see who wants this money bag the most. Most creative, most fun shot is going to take home this prize. I'm going to announce a winner in mid-February. So get your post in right now. That said, let's get set to receive today's mission field from our featured trailblazer, Mr. Jay Morrison. The legend, Mr. Jay Morrison. Welcome to Trailblazers.fm, my brother. Oh, thank you for such a warm welcome. I'm smiling already. Let's, uh, let's go. <laughs> Listen, you know, I often say to Blazer Nation, our community, that the spin on TGIF is that the Trailblazers grind includes Friday. That's right. Friday nights, Friday mornings, Friday late night. It don't oh, matter. We are on a call on a Friday night at 8.30 p.m. Entering Christmas break for most of you. So let me just say, you know, Jay, I'm grateful to you for taking time to talk with me tonight. We always start conversations off on a podcast from a place of gratitude. So I'd love to invite you to share an unexpected blessing or opportunity that has you feeling grateful right now. Oh, that's a beautiful one. Actually, heading into this call, I just left a meeting with a mega superstar, mogul, king of the South, T.I. or T.I.P. Yeah, man. yeah, we just have a private meeting with his team and my wife. And, you know, we were a part of a national protest together. And he and my wife are very friendly. But we had a really good build, really good bond. And got to talk about opportunities to work together. And so I'm definitely grateful that I'm in a position to where I can call, you know, so many kind of household names and A-listers, my friends and my colleagues and associates. And I'm just blessed to be in this position to see a guy that I watched on MTV, Rubber Band Man, you know, be someone that, you know, we can have drinks and and talk casually in a private environment. That's a blessing. I won't look past that. That's awesome, man. Let me ask you, I've been watching you on social for so long, but I'm not sure I quite know where you grew up. What's your background? Yeah. Somerville, New Jersey, on the South Side. Jersey boy. Yes, I'm Jersey boy all day. (laughs) We're always this driven and ambitious to succeed as a young one. Yeah, since I was probably seven, maybe five, I made my mind up early, you know, growing up below the poverty line, seeing despair early. I mean, literally like, you know, one of the first apartments, I was born to a 17-year-old mom and we lived in my grandmother's house for quite some time. But one of the first apartments my mom got when we left my grandmother's house, I remember walking in at about five years old and it looked like a rug was on the floor, but it wasn't a rug. It was a layer of dead roaches that were exterminated 
And I remember sweeping up the roaches for us to get into our first apartment. So I knew what poverty and despair looked like. Mm-hmm. And I just made up my mind early that I wanted a million trillion dollars, that I wanted to better things in life. And wow. I've always really been focused at never settling for a mediocre circumstance. Wow. Wow. That's so facts. Where did the passion for real estate come about? Real estate kind of came about. So two stories I'll give you. One is for those who don't know my background, you know, I'm a pretty successful entrepreneur, but it started out with a different kind of path. And, you know, I left home. I literally ran away from home, dropped out of high school at 16 years old and started selling drugs in the streets. And I got pretty good at being a drug dealer. And by 17, I was actually running a drug trafficking ring. And that extended to selling weight down in Maryland. And while I was in Maryland, I had bought a new Rolex watch. I was 17 years old. I got a blue face of Mariner Rolex. And I just bought a new bracelet, actually, a gold link chain to go with it. And one of my mentors, if you will, what they call in the streets, your, your, your big homie or your OG, he said to me, hey, Jay, you can buy all the cars and jewelry you want, but God ain't making no more land. Like, don't keep going and you know, spend your money blowing it on jewelry, buy wow. land. And that planted a seed with me. I didn't go buy real estate immediately, but it planted a seed with me. Second story, after being incarcerated, four days after I turned 18 years old, I was incarcerated in New York, facing three years of life in prison for drug possession, crimes, et cetera. I served a year in prison, came home from prison, was on parole, went back to jail again another time while I was 20 years old. And long story short, when I came home from jail, I came home to an intense supervision parole programs, right? So I'm like 21, 22 years old. I've been yeah, I'm a yeah. three-time felon at that time, served wow. two and a half years in prison. And I was taking part in my parole program was a, a men's mentorship group on Saturdays. And I got so fed up with parole that I wanted to quit, go back to jail and serve my time so I didn't have to face any of the parole kind of guidelines. A men's group meeting pastor, uh, Pastor Antoine Thomas, said, before you go back to jail and give up, take this card. My wife's a processor at a mortgage company. I want you to go apply for this job as a loan officer. At the time, I had no idea what the mortgage was, what a 1003 was, what creative financing was, what FHA was, or any of that. But I went and took his advice, took a job at a mortgage company. They hired me. I closed a refinance for my grandmother and made about 3300 Another refinance for my aunt and got, made about 2900 made six grand my first month because my family supported me. But it showed me that there was another path outside of the streets. Right. And that was kind of my introduction to the real estate industry. And the story goes on from there. Wow. 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 I love that you're sharing this because I think today, Jay, people see the optics, right? And they see the success and the influencer that you are and the real estate mogul, you know? It was a grind, man. It was nothing yeah. handed to me. Nothing handed I'm to sure. me. I'm sure. And I'm sure, you know, it wasn't just a rise to the top from there, right? What kind of sacrifices did you have to make along that way to rise to the top? Yeah, you know, one of my bigger sacrifices was a period in time, you know, I have two daughters, one's 19 and one's 10 right now. My my 19-year-old daughter, she was born when I was 18 years old. That's what I was going to say. I was like, you can't be older than me. (laughs) Right, 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 right. She was born when I was in prison, right? Uh-huh. And now she goes to one of the top universities in the country, wow. owns real estate, has a 790 credit score, 19 years old, right? I'm so proud of her. But one of the sacrifices I had to make years back, about several years back, is I'd have a talk with my daughters, with their mothers, with my mom and siblings and family. And I had a vision for creating the enterprise and growing empire you see today. But I knew it was going to take a lot of focus and some sacrifice of family time. And I literally had meetings and calls with my family to say, hey, look, 
I'm not going to be able to make all the holidays and Christmases and be as available as you guys would like me to, but I'm going to really grind, put my head down and build the foundation for something that will last our family for generations. And I literally had to sacrifice many of recitals and events and just time that I otherwise would have wanted to spend from an emotional perspective with my family. But I knew being that we have not inherited wealth, I had to be the best CEO for our our last name and create opportunities for my family. And it took sacrifice from being away from them to be able to build an institution, infrastructure, and an organization that can be an asset to my family and our family legacy. Right. That's amazing, man. I appreciate you sharing that. You know, I'd love you to share some nuggets of wisdom with Blazonation tonight because I want to talk about Tulsa Real Estate Fund here in a second, but I want you to tee us up and shed okay. some light and wisdom behind Black Wall Street and tell people a little bit about that story because I know that has foundation and significance. Absolutely. The name of the fund. So for those that aren't aware of the history, bring us back for a second. Yeah, unfortunately, man, we didn't learn this in school, but there was a community called Black Wall Street of Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was called the Greenwood Community. This community was founded in 1905 by O.W. Gurley. He was a Mississippi entrepreneur who, because of just about 40 years after enslavement, right, of the Africans. And so 40 years after the African enslavement in America, O.W. Gurley left Mississippi as an entrepreneur and bought 40 acres of land in Tulsa Town. Tulsa Town is what's currently known as Tulsa, Oklahoma. Because of Jim Crow laws, he was not allowed to sell the land to any white or Caucasian people. So he sold the land to other black people and he developed it and built it. And in just a little over 15 years, they built 36 square blocks of over 2,000 homes and businesses. They had their own airport, their own airplane, their own bus terminal, their own movie theaters, their own insurance companies, their own schools, churches, banks all black owned in this 36 square blocks of 2,000 homes and businesses. Well, on June 1st, 1921, that Tulsa, Oklahoma community of Black Wall Street was burned down and massacred. Hundreds lost their lives, thousands were incarcerated, and over $2 million of insurance claims were denied during this massacre, which was a race riot. Well, not a race riot, but a race massacre where the white residents of South Oklahoma came over to the north side of the tracks and destroyed our community. And so the Tulsa Real Estate Fund, which we just founded, which is the first Black-owned real estate crowdfund in the history of America, and the history of the universe, that fund we launched in homage and in remembrance of the Tulsa, Oklahoma community of Black Wall Street because we wanted to create an economic vehicle and institution that can allow all walks of life to pull their dollars together for socially responsible investments. So how does that work? Walk me through the fund a little bit more. All right, so here's the cool part. The Tulsa Real Estate Fund is a SEC-regulated, Regulation A Tier 2 crowd fund. It allows non-accredited investors to invest as little as $500 to partner with us and own units in our company. Outside of those units, the investors get an 8% preferred return after a yearly lockup and a quarterly dividend after that year. They get an 8% preferred return. 50% of any profits the fund generates, they own their shares of the real estate assets and business assets the fund acquires or invests in, and they participate in social impact, right? So, so, for, so let so, me pause you right there. So sure. let's back up and break down a couple of things here that you said. Okay, let's do right? it. So non-accredited investors, for everyone listening, that basically means you don't need to be a millionaire, right? Right. Um, non-accredited investor is someone that has a net worth less than a million right? and makes less than 100000 per year. There you go. But an accredited investor is someone that has a net worth over a million or makes over $100,000 a year. And those are the folks who are allowed to invest in funds 
prior to like 2015. So this is a new legislation that allows the everyday working class family or person to now invest as a non-accredited investor. That was thanks to President Barack Obama who passed the Jobs Act. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I want to be clear. (laughs) (laughs) Not giving Agent Orange any credit. So, and the minimum investment, I love this, $500. $500, you could own shares of our company, shares of real estate, 8% preferred return, and 50% of any profits generated. Wow. Wow. And so you lock in that money for a year, right? And then you have the benefit of an 8% preferred return? That's right. By locking that in? Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. So is there a certain window? At, like, can that investment be made at any point in time? At, or any, at any point in time. Tulsa, T-U-L-S-A, realestatefund.com. That's Tulsa, realestatefund.com, 1-844-73-TULSA. You can make an investment into the fund. And it's not really an investment into the fund. I want to reposition that. You can partner with our fund, right? We're preaching ownership here. The definition of legacy is the amount of money or property one can pass down to their heirs. So we want to say, hey, look, for those of you, now listen, if you're on a budget and you need money for your gas in your car, your light bill, this may not be the opportunity for you. But for those of us who have 500 or more of disposable or investable income mm-hmm. that's sitting in a checking account get you 0.001%, that's spent on liabilities and holidays that get you nothing but liabilities and not legacy, who are spending it in the club, who are in an IRA or mutual fund that's getting you 3% or other investment opportunities and vehicles, look at the opportunity to own shares of a company that's a multi-million dollar company to get an 8% preferred return on that and the future 50% profits. Compare that to where your money is currently parked today and say, hey, is the institution my money is parked at, do they offer me the same opportunities and do they have the same social impact as a total real estate fund? Right. I love it. And so talk to me about what the fund actually will invest in. We are going to be investing in real estate assets for the most part. Sometimes 25% or less of our fund will be invested into businesses but we are a funding source for the urban community owned by the people. So we're not looking to just buy real estate ourselves, although we will acquire great deals, such as our first acquisition, which is a 30,000 square foot office building in East Point, Georgia, an opportunity zone that we purchased for $2.1 million, that appraised at $2.5 million, 400000 of instant equity that we're redeveloping into a state-of-the-art office center, entrepreneur incubator and accelerator, and a 20,000 square foot TV and film production studio that has four anchor tenants already attached, 2.6 acres of land. So again, so if you invest into our fund, you're immediately a commercial real estate owner from the very first day. But we'll also partner with investors and invest in other real estate opportunities all throughout the country. Wow. That's fantastic. So I read a bit more. I mean, like you're looking at purchasing all kinds of commercial. Is there any residential play with that as well? So yes, there is residential opportunities. Actually, one of the deals that was supposed to close today, but will close next week is a $500,000 middle-class neighborhood traditional fix and flip. It's a property that we fell into our lap at about $360,000 acquisition cost, about another $65,000 of renovations will be in it for four twenty-five, and it appraised for 500000 really conservatively, probably a sell at about five fifteen in my mind, but nothing's guaranteed. But we're looking at about $75,000 profits in, in an estimated 90 to 120 days of a residential real estate flip. 
while we have this legacy center development going on at the same time, while we're also closing on in the next week, God willing, a 14 unit that we got all in rehab costs and acquisition costs for 470000 that actually appraised for 810000 So we're going to do a 14 unit renovation there. While we're currently underwriting over $300 million of deals that we can be a capital partner or investor in. I love it, man. I'm so proud of you, Jay. I'm listening this is to real you. talk. I can Thank hear you, passion, But I also know that you have the wisdom behind this and it just fuels me. Really, Absolutely. really proud of you, brother. Let me ask you a couple more questions here. You know, you know so much about real estate, right? And that's clear listening to you right now. What advice would you have for our Blazing Nation community as they look at real estate as a vehicle to building wealth? Well, I want to change that perspective. Okay. We teach something in my other company, my sister company in Tulsa called the J. Morrison Academy. We teach a curriculum called the RBCs, not your ABCs, but the RBCs, real estate, business, and credit. That's the foundation of financial literacy and wealth strategy and legacy. It's not about an option for you guys to learn real estate. See, this is the screwed up part. Our education system taught us to go to school, get good grades, and get a job. That's what they told our parents. They told us to go to school, get good grades, go to college, and get a job. The American school system and most global school systems has perpetuated a working class. When really what you need to know, more than photosynthesis, more than geometry, more than chemistry, you need to understand your RBCs, real estate, business, and credit. The world is run over those three pillars. So it's not that real estate should be optional for us, for you to understand how to acquire a house 3% down, or what the perks are to owning a four-family home, or how to syndicate a deal, or what an ROI or cap rate is, or what a LTV is, or how to build your credit through a FICO score, authorized users, or secure credit cards. These aren't optional things in a 2018 global economy. These are fundamental things that every human being should know, that every family should know, that you didn't learn at home, and our schools have failed to give you. These are fundamentals. It shouldn't be optional for you to learn real estate. The earth is one big ball of real estate. How do you not know how it functions? Mm. Every single one of us right now listening to your podcast, every single person is in or on a piece of real estate. And if you're flying in the air listening to this, guess what? You're in someone's air rights. Wow. Wow. So we have to learn this. It's not optional. That's my advice is you have to look at it as a fundamental, it is your earthright to know how real estate, business, and credit run because without that, you are just totally dependent. You're totally insufficient. You uh, disservice your family and your last name. You cannot build legacy without understanding how real estate, business, and credit work. It's impossible. Mm, you heard it here first. Listen, and I know, I know there are a number of places that people can access some of that information, but speak to your academy. Give us that plug. Yeah, we are on a quest to be the number one wealth education institute in the universe. This past year, or this month actually, our organization turned five years old, the J. Morris Academy. And this year, we were recognized by Inc. 5000 as number 588 fastest growing companies in the country, number 13 fastest growing educational companies in the country. And we are hell-bent on bringing wealth education to every family and household that we can globally. Because everyone deserves information. This is the information, the RBCs, real estate, business, and credit. This is the information that took a former welfare kid, Section 8 kid, former high school dropout, three-time felon with no college education into someone who just has created, founded, and run two eight-figure businesses in the last five years. Mm. It's that simple. 
We learn this information and we teach it at JMA. We have one-on-one coaching. We have group coaching. We have an online curriculum. Learn at your own pace. We have a beginner's course, advanced CEO's course. All that can be found at jmorrison, J-A-Y-MorrisonAcademy.com, 1-844-JOIN-JMA. We have a free community on our website if you want to get started and get some you know, little nuggets. But if you buy in and adopt the fact that you need this RBCs and you go in and you focus and you learn it like you learn a rap song, and you get this vocabulary, this knowledge, and the strategies, you will be the biggest asset to your family for generations. Love it. Love it. Jay, people hopping off this call always fight me to make sure I access the resources of our guests. So I wanted to ask you, are there any books that we should be reading in preparation of and putting our mind in the right place for real estate, business, and credit? Absolutely. I have, there's three books I recommend, and they come from our organization, but they're really good starters. So my Urban Phenomenon, Hip Hop to Homeowners, How We Build Wealth in America. You guys can look up that book. Hip Hop to Homeowners, How We Build Wealth in America. Secondly, my bestseller on Amazon, Lord of My Land, Five Steps to Homeownership. Mm-hmm. Every man and woman in the world should understand how you buy your first, second, third, or fourth home, how you do it the right way and own the roof over your head and become Lord of your land. So I suggest those. And then my partner, Will Roundtree, wrote an amazing book on credit called Credit is King by Will Roundtree. You guys can look in Google search or Amazon search, all those books. And I encourage you guys to dive in and tap in those resources as well as our free community at jmorrisacademy.com. Love it. One last question for you. I will let you go. What's one action our Blazer Nation should take this week that's going to help them to blaze their trail? One action is to... Start owning commercial real estate. Start building a bridge for your family legacy. Partner with me, a proven successful entrepreneur in our firm, and look at what disposable and investable cash you have with this 500, 5,000, or 50,000 and invest in the Tulsa Real Estate Fund today and instantly become a commercial real estate owner. Instantly be in position for 8% preferred returns. Instantly be in position for a profit share with our company. And again, be a legacy partner and be a part of the social impact our fund's going to create for generations. Love it. Jay Morrison, thank you so much, my brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate you so much. I'm Steve Nehart, and you've been listening to the Trailblazers.fm podcast. If you're not yet doing so, consider following Trailblazers.fm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and feel free to connect with me over on LinkedIn. Whenever you're posting stories or social media posts about Trailblazers.fm, be sure to use the hashtag TBPod and hashtag MissionFuel. We'll be able to see you and I'll be able to show some love. And in case you're not aware, our show notes for all our episodes can be found on our website over at TBPod.com. Now, if today was your first time listening, I just want to say big ups, enough respect for checking us out. You've made this Jamaican guy really happy that you're here with us today. And I'd love your help with keeping this black excellence flowing each and every week. So if you haven't yet subscribed, hop on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Search trailblazers.fm and subscribe, rate, and review us there. Be sure to browse through some of our past episodes. There are more than 150 published episodes now. And a little something is out there for everyone to help keep the knowledge flowing. We grow when you, as part of our Blazer Nation community, shares and invites your friends and family to listen to an episode you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories are going to be moved to make significant changes that have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. 
Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern. Blaze Nation, go out today and find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail.